Welcome back to the Big E Show, episode two. Um, thank you all to who supported last week's episode. Uh, not last week's, but the last episode. Um, it's uh, about a couple weeks ago. Uh, appreciate the support. Um, today, we got a lot to talk about today. Um, talk about the return for Brady. Have some breaking news, top of the segment. Um, uh, baseball players right around the corner. We have some baseball talk. I uh, got my baseball guy on this episode, uh, Matthew Hayes, um, good good friend of mine. He will talk in the next segment. Um, after following that, we got to talk college football. Big weekend for that. And then go over my top games of the week, my previous top games, and my top games coming up, and other NFL news. So um, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Tell your friends. Tell people you know. Tell people you don't even know. Appreciate the support. Um, and this is The Biggie Show. So, um, into segment one, uh, I want to start with this. Um, we were going to talk about um, Brady and the return, but we'll, we'll get to that. So, breaking news coming out of Chicago and um, New England and Carolina. So, we're going to start with Chicago news uh, first. So, Matt Nagy has, in just over, um, just about an hour ago, um, as I'm recording this, has announced Justin Fields is the starter. Um, um I don't, because a couple of days ago, Matt Nagy said Andy Dalton was a starter. I don't know how you all feel about this, but I think Justin Fields deserves this. I think it's what you need for a good morale on the team. I think he's not saying Andy Dalton's bad or he's a bad teammate, but definitely want. I just feel like Justin Fields is the guy to go. Um, I've had some people come to me and tell me that they don't like it. You know, they kind of want like a Mahomes, Alex Smith kind of thing what they did a few years ago. But you got to think, Andy Dalton's not Alex Smith. Not even close. You know, and I don't know. Justin Fields might be Mahomes, but we don't know, you know. Um, I think his first couple starts have gone a little rough. I mean, that um, Browns loss, nine times sacked, that that didn't – that that's uh, no way he want to start a career. But um, I think the more playing time and experience you get him, the better he's off and the better he can Im- improve and perform down the road. Um, so I think the the you know the sooner you get him playing, the sooner he'll get better. And I think I think this is a good call by Matt Nagy, um, who seems to um, have a not a great following in Chicago. But so that's news out of Chicago Bears. Um, also, big news happened today uh, as my recording. Um, so Panthers are going to trade or trading for Stephon Gilmore. Patriots early this morning uh, we're going to release Stephon Gilmore. Um, the 2018-19 All-Pro Defensive Player of the Year in 2019. Um, I don't. He has a. You know. I think he's declined a little bit. But um, so um, what the Panthers? The Pan. Oh, give my thoughts here. So the Patriots are going to cut him, and then uh, Panthers are going to trade for a six-round pick for him. Um, I don't know how he looks uh, here. He's not in game shape. He, he will be in game shape down the stretch. Um, but looking at this, um, I think it's a good move for the Panthers. I, I was thinking when she was, um, it happened, um, maybe the Ravens could pick him up because of the loss of Marcus Peters and um, uh, just having that loss. I think Stephon Gilmore brings a lot to the table. You know, he did win defensive player of the year. He did play for one of the best coaches of all time in Bill Belichick. So 
Um, I think there's a lot there that can bring to the table. I think a lot that happens with a lot of players. They need like a new environment and to, you know, go and, you know, do, do well in that new environment. I think the new environment helps them and helps the career, helps the morale of their the team and stuff like that. So speaking of Bill Belichick, obviously this past week, probably one of the most hyped games in recent years, the return. It was a close game. Closer than I expected. I expected Tom Brady to throw all over the Pats, like four touchdowns, and that's what I was calling it. Um, but the big question that came out of this game is: Has Matt has Matt Jones proved himself? That's a big question to to ask, and I don't, I don't know. I mean, I would I would say yes, but I think the Patriots and Bill Belichick are saying no, and the reason is, is that final call, that fourth. If you watch that game, it came down to fourth and three in the fourth quarter. And the Patriots kicked it and missed. And that's what gave the Buccaneers the win. Um, I think um, I think Mac jo- I think Mac Jones did prove himself. Uh, it was a big stage. It was apparently there was more media there than there typically is, even for a Sunday night game. A huge, just huge hype game. And Mac Jones, I think, I feel as though stepped to the plate. And he outplayed Brady. Um, I just I, I think they're a kick away from winning this game. I think he's proven himself, but I don't think the Patriots are all in on Mac Jones yet. It, that's something to look at down the road. Um, my question is: Has the Bucks' offense regressed a little bit, or was this just was or was Bray, uh, Belichick giving Brady all he has? Because if you look, um, if you look in the the Buccaneers, they start out big and strong, um, coming from um, the Cowboys, and then. Um, the Falcons, um, but then they, um, excuse me, uh, playing the um, uh, the Rams and now the Patriots. I, the Rams have a a good defense. I will give them that. Ram, Rams do have a good defense, but has the Buccaneers regressed at all? I mean, I don't. It's hard to say. I don't think we will see that if they have regressed because. Um, looking at their schedule coming up, they play the Dolphins this week, week five, um, October 10th, uh, one o'clock on CBS. And then, um, these are the, the opponents coming up for the Buccaneers Dolphins. They're home for that game. Then they're in Philly for the Eagles. Then they go at home against the bears and then they're away at the saints. And then they have the football team after their bye week, week nine, and then week 11, they play the giants. Then they had the Colts and then the Falcons. So if you're looking at the schedule, Buccaneers have a cakewalk. The only team that they, I see is competition is maybe some divi- their division opponents, but they play the Bills December 12th. Uh, that's week 14. So um, that's that's something to look at. I, I think I think they I think they can win out. I honestly think the Buccaneers can win out, and I probably they probably will win out because the more t- times you play, the more games you play, the better you get. And rhythm with your players and with um, your team just in general gets a, a good rhythm going. And if you start having that win streak, um, then that develops into something huge down the road. Um, so I, I think the Buccaneers will be fine. I think the Patriots uh, I think the Patriots still have growing pains as themselves. So Patriots this week, I uh, apologize. I, I have a stuffed up nose this week. Patriots, who the Patriots play? Uh, Patriots go on the road to Houston. Uh, I think 
I think Patriots should win that game easy. Well, I wouldn't say easy because they're two. I think they're two well matched teams. So that's something to look at. Uh, all right. So coming off Monday night, um, not coming off, but Monday night recap uh, Raiders at Chargers. I thought the Raiders were going to win. I, I honestly thought the Raiders were going to win. But after watching that game, the Chargers, man, the, the Chargers for real? Could the, could the Chargers be the new champions of the West? You know, because they now, the, with the Chargers, I think having that win over Kansas City is huge for them right now. Um, because that, that because when you get down down the road in the end, um, that can come into play when you're playing for, excuse me, uh, when you're playing for maybe the West Championship. Like, that could come down, even though the Chiefs might win, you know, but, you know, that having that win down the road could be huge. Um, so, something to look at with that. Um, was the Raiders 3-0 a fluke? Maybe. I think I think Derek Carr did play well. I think they almost had that had it at the end. Um, I don't think the three I don't think three was a fluke. I think they just played a really good team. Um and that's just the way they is. I think the Chargers are a really good team. Uh, excited to see where they're headed at. Um so excuse me, my internet is not working here. I'm trying to pull up Things are slow where I'm recording at right now. Um, but on to baseball. Baseball baseball playoffs started yesterday. I'm recording this on Wednesday. They started yesterday. Yankees lost to the Red Sox 6-2. to two. Um, um, And uh, tonight, Wednesday night, the Cardinals play the Dodgers. Um, so my, my pick to win it all is, well, well, the past two games, the two games I just talked about, um, We'll get to that in the next segment. Um, talking to uh, my baseball guy Ma- Matthew Hayes. Um, uh, stated, I would stay to listen to that. He's a great guy. Has great good opinions. Um, um, great to- loves talking baseball. So he has a lot to say about those two games. Um, I think the White Sox might win it all. I talk more about that down the road. In the next segment coming up, we have baseball talk with Matt. Um, like I said, the White Sox, I talk about that. I think they're going to win it all. I talk more about that coming up. And uh, we talk about um, Yankees, Red Sox, and if you are a – and the Cardinals, Dodgers. And if you are a Mets fan, I would say listen to this because this – Matthew, Matt, <laughs> Matt Hayes, he's got a lot to say about the Mets and what they should do to be a better team for next year. Um, so stay with us, and we'll baseball talk with Matt. It's coming right up. So in this segment, I'm going to be talking about talking baseball with a good friend of mine, Matt Hayes. Um, known him for over a year now. He's a good good guy. He knows the baseball um, sport inside and out. Um, Long time Mets fan, and uh, so good to have you on. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me, man. It's, uh... I love talking baseball. Baseball. So speaking of baseball, Mets uh, playoffs started last night. Uh, Yankees lost to the Red Sox six to two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what, what do you think about that game? 
you, you know, I, I love to see it. I always love to see the Yankees lose. Uh, do not like the evil empire. Uh, <laughs> no fun. Uh, but it, it was honestly a, a better game than the score showed. Um, as I was just talking about how uh, that, that Rizzo home run and then the, the, the throw it at home from uh, where, where Aaron Judge was thrown at home. That was, that was pretty crazy. And, but yeah, so it was a good game overall. Still, I, I'm not a huge fan of the, of the wild card setup. Uh, I think it's a little dumb when like, like the whole point of baseball, uh, like you have this 162 game season for it to be decided by one game is a little foolish in my opinion. And I, I think at least maybe a best of three or something. You know, I was card. thinking that I, I just found that out on, on Monday that you know, there's only one game is played. Yeah. And I, I was kind of like, isn't it the best out of something? And the guy I was talking to was like, no, not for the wild card. No, yeah. So, like, like baseball is built on series. Like, there's so much, like, unpredictables and things like that in baseball. It, it really doesn't make sense or that, that they do, like, a one-game elimination. Yeah, it adds to, like, some excitement, but there's – it's just like such a, a waste then like of a season, you know? So speaking of baseball, so um, what made you become a baseball fan and then turned you into a Mets fan? Yeah. So my family, specifically my dad and my brother loved baseball. Um, so, so growing up, that was always something that was very much like in my house. I was like our, my dad's favorite sport, my brother's favorite sport. So uh, I was around that a lot. So that turned in, into my favorite sport. Always loved watching it had a, uh, a good desire played a lot of it in the in the backyard and then uh through rec leagues and things like that uh, i became a mets fan because so my dad was a, a reds fan and my brother is a yankees fan and so i didn't really want to uh like and, and this is like all coming from like a two or three year old like there there hasn't been a time when i like <laughs> like i don't remember a time that i wasn't a mets fan like this is just like what i've remembered that my thought process was i don't even remember it but like i, I knew i didn't want to be like my brother uh, and I wanted to like go against him. So I was like, oh, he's a Yankees fan. I'll be a Mets fan. Kind of like like that. And that's how that kind of developed. And then over the years, you know, kept it. And even from a young age, people would like give me like uh, Mets memorabilia mm -hmm. and, and jerseys and shirts like that to wear. So so it's always been a very strong part of, of who I am. I give you a hat last year, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you got like what? Like six, I have six Mets Six hats. Mets. <laughs> yeah. Um, any Met hat you can find, he probably has it. Yeah. Um, so you would say, like, you know, we've been a Mets fan for pretty most of your life. Yeah, yeah. Um, so for the Mets, obviously they did not have the greatest of years. No. Uh, biggest wins and losses for the Mets this season. Yeah. Uh, so in terms of, of signings, I would say, or, or acquisitions, definitely uh, Javi Baez was, was such a bright spot um, in terms of just like the way he turned his season around and, and the way that he turned his game around where uh, he was just known as like a, a home run or strikeout type guy where uh, while he was on the Mets, he was batting over 300, mm -hmm. uh, had a fair amount of home runs, great on defense. Uh, so that was really cool and exciting to see. And then thankfully with his relationship with uh, Lindor, that will then, uh, give birth to hopefully a longer contract and have some some fun years of those guys. Uh, in terms of like games, this that subway that last subway <laughs> series game was something else with Lindor with those three home runs. Uh, and that was just like a honestly one of the most iconic like subway series games. Just like instantly birthed. It was like so fun to see. Like I I still will like go back and watch those highlights just like to give myself like some happiness <laughs> from the season. Um, oh, and then I, like I think one of the biggest losses, of course, was Degrom going down. Mm. Uh, was was 
was real tough, and especially like when he's having such an amazing season. Like we've never seen a guy pitch the way Degrom has. Oh and, yeah, and, and to see that see him go down was just uh, really sad. So so hopefully he'll be back and back to his dominant form. But like when you you have more RBIs than run uh, than like that's higher than your ERA, like that's that's insane. So. <laughs> Um, I went to a, a Phillies. I'm a Phillies fan. Uh, I went to a Phillies Mets game this past summer, and uh, it, it was good uh, beating you guys. The mm-hmm. sweep. Um, we took the lead in the division, and then every I feel like ever since then the uh, Phillies went downhill. But we're not talking about the Phillies. Talk about the Mets. So, what changes do you think the Mets should make in order to have like a better season next year? I mean, there's a there's a lot of changes that need to be made. Um, I think first and foremost, I mean, as we've already seen, uh, we've let. Uh, we didn't pick up the option on mm-hmm. uh, our manager Luis Rojas's uh, contract. He's probably going to stay within the organization in in a different type of role, which is good. You know, you never want to see yeah. someone like lose their job. But he was not the man mm-hmm. for the Mets in any sense. Made a lot of confusing choices in his uh, managerial position in terms of like when to take out pitchers and uh, batting orders. Uh, even yeah, so he was just like not not great in, in his game flow really. Um, so, so hopefully we'll, we'll get a, a solid end. I think what the Mets really need right now is an experienced manager. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Rojas, like he had experience in, in the farm leagues, but, but we, what we really need and, and what we needed when we hired Rojas beforehand was like, we needed someone who had experience in the MLB as a manager, not a first timer, not uh, someone who's only been in farm leagues, but someone that's, that's well known. Uh, and in that same vein, we need that in our front office as well. We haven't had a competent a GM or um, president for a few years now. So uh, Sandy Alderson is, is probably going to be stepping down or, or changing roles. So to be able to have a, a change in that will be good. A lot of the front office will be changing. So that will be a good shakeup um, with that. So if we get, a once again, a good experienced GM that can help us future um we we've talked about talking to uh, theo epstein um or possibly billy bean the the man the <laughs> money ball himself um so so steve cohen really wants to bring in the big guns which is uh, good for the team and, and then within that in terms of roster moves um i think we should extend qualifying offers to cinder guard um we should extend it to conforto but we shouldn't push to have a long-term contract with conforto after this year that he had uh really lackluster and everything mm-hmm. that he did um, and then within that, we need to bolster up um, some outfield positions and uh, things like that. Um, our Aaron Loop was such a great uh, bright spot this year. Incredible ERA, one of the one of if not the best reliever in baseball. Uh, so that was uh, a good a good win and uh, a solid change. We'll we'll, we'll get more reps. Um, I, I don't think we should keep Familia. Um, uh, his, his contract just ended, so I think we're good there with okay. where he's at. Um, just, just let him walk. Let him take a different position. He was very inconsistent. Um, people think people don't like Diaz, but Diaz is exactly what the Mets need. The the Mets uh, like Diaz. He yes, he is a little inconsistent, um, but but he has that fire and he has that potential mm-hmm. to be that that closer, that catalyst. I mean, um, so yeah, I, th- I think that that we need to keep him and keep him as a part of the, the core of the organization. Mm-hmm. You know your Mets though. Oh yeah, you really do. <laughs> Appreciate that. Um, so with these changes in this offseason, what are you looking forward to next year? Yeah, so I mean, I, I'm really in, like looking forward to just the, this change in uh, like the Mets culture and like the way we we view the Mets. I mean, we've missed the postseason in uh, so five straight years now. 
since the uh, last time we were in the postseason was 2016 wildcard. Mm-hmm. And so in the beginning, the first half of the season, when we were winning like crazy, it was uh, like just like the excitement that there was around to be a Mets fan was like so much fun. Uh, and so I'm really looking forward for that to continue within the future, that it's not just like a, a one-time thing uh, or like a, a once-in-a-decade type thing like it has because, in the past. Because when you get in those like slums of the team, mm-hmm. you know, I know for NFL, like like you know, Cowboys, they haven't won, and that's, you know, it gets heavy after yeah. a while. And oh, yeah. It has to be the same for other sports teams yeah. as well. Especially after getting so close like when we were in the World Series in 2015 mm-hmm. and then to not have anything from that. Has just been like tougher. It's like, what are we doing? Um, so, uh, so really looking forward to to that change. It, it may take like a a few more years. Still have like hope, but but I think we will be in playoff contention uh, or in the playoffs very soon. And then building off of that, like the ultimate goal is to win a championship. So I, I've never seen my Mets win a championship. It's been <laughs> uh, it's been thirty five years since they won their last wow. one. So. Um, I'm very ready. Uh, I don't know what I'll do when they win. But <laughs> I'll lose it. I'll lose it for oh, sure. Oh, you know, um, what, what would you do if they won? Oh, my gosh. Well, one, I, I'd be at the stadium. At the parade? I would have to. Yeah, I'd, I'd be parade. at the parade for sure. Um, I'd try to make it to a World Series game. Like, you can't miss out on that, especially, like, now as an adult. Like, before, like, I, like I was 15 well, when they were in it the last time, so I didn't really have much of a, a chance to get in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now, like, just to be able to go in, like, I, I would try my hardest to go to a World <laughs> Series game um, as much as I can. Just, like, that atmosphere must be crazy. And so, yeah, I, I would I would lose it, man. Just, like, <laughs> just uh, watch it on repeat for the rest of my life. I still do that with the Ravens Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Cardinals play Dodgers tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your pick for that? Um, I Well, okay, so – my pick is the Dodgers. My prayer is the Cardinals. Oh. <laughs> um, can't stand the Dodgers. Uh, yeah, Dodgers are are not a fun team in terms of just yeah. Well, still have beef from the 2015 uh, playoffs <laughs> with uh, Chase Utley in that vein. Um, but yeah, just the, don't like the Dodgers, and, and then just like them, you know, they've been buying every single player that's been available. So oh man, yeah, yeah. So but and, and I love. The, what the Cardinals have been doing with like uh, that 17 game streak was, was insane. Oh, I've ever so, watched that. Yeah. It was so fun to that. watch. And so that would be really cool to, to see it happen. And, and also just like the comedy of, of me and my friends that we've saying, uh, like how funny would it be that, that you have like a hundred and six win season and then you lose in a wild card game. Like, yeah. Like how comical that is. Like I'm, I'm still against the wild card game, but, but still just like how funny that would be. <sighs> Yeah, 106 wins. Yeah. Uh, that, that that to me right there is crazy. Mm-hmm. So, final question: Who is your pick to win it all, and why? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, and this this playoffs is is will be a really fun one to watch. I, I think uh, there's a lot of uh, like great teams where you see teams like that are built up, uh, like the Giants that somehow like like last year and the year before, like they're like some like 400, 300 level winning teams. Mm-hmm. And now they won 107 games this year with that same, uh, that same uh, roster. So that, that's really cool. I mean, I, I don't really see, I, I don't see the Giants possibly winning at all. Really? I, if it, if it were to happen, I wouldn't like, it wouldn't surprise me, but I don't think I don't know if they're built necessarily to, to win it all. That's a lot of people's pick is the Giants. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, if it if it does happen, that's also no surprise, and like it's not. But I like I I don't think they'll win it all. I think it will. Um, I think 
Um, I, I don't know if the Rays have it. The, the Rays could. Um, but, yeah, I, I haven't picked, like, a, a solid team as of yet because I think the, the playoffs this year are, are really, uh, like, it's a really cool, like, mm-hmm. just way. Uh, Braves are not going to do anything. Uh, Braves will get no. knocked oh, out. Um, Brewers are more dangerous than expected. Um, you know, they're they're kind of like a, a quiet team that's been that's been playing well. So you know who's a dangerous team that people are talking about or aren't talking mm-hmm. about? Uh, probably the White Sox. Oh yeah, the White Sox are good. Too. Yeah, yeah love me. Yeah, the White Sox are have been cool to watch. I could I, I could see them sneak it in there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then oh, and then to go along with that, like another reason why I'm not. Hung up, hung up on the Giants is like if the Giants, if the if the Dodgers win, like 116 and 117 uh, will will be playing each other since they have the number one seed. Wow! Um, so like that's like already like the toughest matchup uh, of you'll like you'll probably get. Mm. So um, I think uh, I think ultimately uh, it will be uh, especially with the depth that they have. I think it will be Dodgers. I, I could see a rematch Dodgers Rays. Really? Um or Dodgers White Sox. Um, and I think I think the Dodgers will or could win it all. But um once again my prayer and I will be rooting so so hard <laughs> at the Dodgers do not win tonight specifically <laughs> and for the rest of the season. Yeah, man, I, I got I got White Sox to win it all. Um mm-hmm. so thank you, Matt, for being here and talking baseball. Yeah, of course. Um great public speaker, great person, great friend. Um Great Mets fan, dedicated, loyal. It's about the Mets, Mets, baby. (laughs) All about the Mets, yeah. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Uh, Yeah, it's always always fun to to talk some baseball, and I love the show that you got going on. So Thank you, man. Looking forward to more stuff in the future. Mm -hmm. So coming up, we got a big big college football weekend, uh, some rivalry rivalries. I can't talk. Coming up. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I'm going to review my top games of last week, and uh, got a lot to talk about. The cheese back. Steelers done already? Come, that's all coming up on the Big E Show. Uh, always good. Always love talking to Matt about, about some baseball. Um, again, thank you to him. Um, great guy, great personality. Follow him. Follow him on Instagram at uh, Matthew Matt Hayes. Um, good, just great guy overall. Um, so on to segment three. A uh, big weekend for college football. The Red River Rivalry. I can actually say that word now. Um, number six, Oklahoma travels to number 21, Texas. I think Oklahoma is going to win this one. But uh, it's. I think when you have a rivalry, it's. I think it's. I might. It might go down the wire, but it also might be. You know, big. I think. But. I, I wouldn't say Oklahoma is going to stomp on Texas because I don't think Texas is going to let them do that at all. Um, so always a great time for this rivalry. Um, love, always good time with that. Um, love watching it. I watch it every year. Watched it with my boy last year. Um, it was it was nice, man. Um, I think Gus Johnson's on the call for that. Um, I love that. Um, Gus Johnson obviously has had some memorable moments with the Red River rivalry, but I'm not sure if he's on. He might be on the Penn State at Iowa. So the next game is the next big game this weekend for college football is number four Penn State goes to number three Iowa. This one, I I have a feeling this one's going to come down to the wire. Big Ten, you know, Iowa, something. I, one of my dream is to go to a Penn State whiteout game, but 
other than that, I love would love to go to Iowa um, and have their that modern tradition of you know waving to the kids in the hospital. I think that's a great tradition that Iowa has, and one of my dreams is to do that. Um, so, uh, but I just think the atmosphere of Iowa is great. Same with Penn State. Two good Big Ten teams. Um, I think Iowa is going to end up winning this game, but I think it's going to come down to the wire. I think Penn State's not going to roll up, not going to go there without a fight. So, um, and then the next one I uh, next came to look at is Arkansas at Ole Miss. Um, uh, a good SEC team. Arkansas has been <laughs> knocking some teams off. Um, excuse me. They've been big in the news, possible news. Um, so that's big to w- look for and watch. You know, Ole Miss just got trampled by Alabama. So, I mean, I would say they're pretty angry about that, and they want to go out there and show Arkansas who's boss. Um, it's number 13, Arkansas, um, at number 17, Ole Miss. Excuse me. Um, so I would look at that game. Um, so, so yeah, big week for college football. So going into we're gonna review my top games of the week. Um, I did not have uh, episode last week, so these are my top games of last week. I Carolina at Dallas. I thought um, Carolina. I thought Carolina was gonna win. I thought they were gonna win 27-24. That did not happen. Um, Dallas won 36-28. Um, something that I take away from this game is, is Dallas considered dangerous? I mean, you look at that offense and you look at how they you know, how they are. Could Dallas be – I mean, I think I think Dallas is going to win the East, but could Dallas be a, a dangerous playoff team? I think that's the, the question. Um, yeah, that's something that I – Took from that, I think you know, our Panther, are the Panthers going to fall off? That's my next question. That's something I took from this as well. Is are the Panthers going to fall off? I mean, I'm not saying they haven't played great teams, but when you play an offense, you know that defense was getting, you know, a lot of credit. And but when you play, um, um, a good offense like the Cowboys, it's something to look at. Um, speaking of the Cowboys, uh, they play the Giants this week. A good divisional game, and then they are at the Patriots, and then their bye week is week seven, and after that they're at the Vikings. Um, I'm looking at it right now, they're it's they have some tough opponents. I think the divisional games will be hard for the Cowboys, but their tough opponent is the Cardinals. We'll get into the Cardinals um, in a little bit, um, and the Chiefs. So I'm not they and the Raiders are here too. They don't have a cakewalk, but they can definitely win the East and be, get it into the wild card. I definitely can believe that. Um, um, uh, but do I consider them dangerous? I, not yet. I think they have a good offense, um, but um, I think it's just they played a good team, Buccaneers, and they lost, even though it was week one. I mean, they beat the Chargers 20-17, so, and they beat the Eagles, who they should beat, and the Panthers, and the teams they should beat. So it's still I would still look at, you know, keep a microscope um, over the Cowboys right now, um, looking at them, so um, – and then my next game of the week was Arizona Cardinals at the Rams. Um, I thought I thought after last week's win, um, the last game, the win for um, the Cardinals. I mean, I was like for the Rams uh, over the Buccaneers. I thought LA. I thought Rams were going to win this game, thirty-eight, thirty-five. But they did. They lost thirty-seven, twenty. Um, um, is Arizona the best team in the league? I mean, if you look at them. 
they look really good. Like every week we see Kyler Murray making these just terrific plays, just just left and right. And they they are probably the most exciting team to watch. I think since the 2019 Ravens with Lamar Jackson, I think they're the most exciting team to watch right now. Um, but my question for the Rams is, will they take a step back? You know, they had a big win over the Buccaneers, but now it's like, oh, okay, so, all right, so do they take a step back or do they improve? So I would say it's something to look at. My next um, – my next uh, game of the week was the return. Obviously, talked about this in the first segment. Um, my prediction was Tanton, Tom Brady, Tampa Bay was going to win the 34 to 21. Um, that that was not the case. Um, so I talked more about this in the first segment. But um, I, I'm, I think Buccaneers. I think they're gonna. I think I honestly think they're gonna glide through their schedule. I think there might be some trap games in there, but I think New Orleans get the harder. Um, side of things, and um, hopefully we see Mac Jones a little more developed um, down the road. So, yeah, um, those are my top games, my previous top games of the week. Coming up, I have my top games of week five coming up and other NFL news, and I'm going to dive into that. And you're listening to The Big E Show. On to our final segment of the Big E Show, episode two. Um, talked a lot. Talked about some baseball. Talked about um, some college games coming up. Talked about had Matt on um, again. A huge thank you for uh, Matt Hayes for coming on. Um, means means a lot to me. Um, but coming up uh, right now, um, this is our time for other NFL news. Um, my first point here is the Lions. Oh, the Lions. Could they look any worse? I mean, seriously. You just, you just lost to Justin Tucker. Um, 66 yards. And then the week after... You have the dick pick. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, um, Lions went to the Chicago Bears last Sunday, um, and Jared Goff was walking to the line, and the center snapped it and bounced off his uh, crotch area into the Bears defender, Bilal Nichols. Um, um, I've, I've seen Bilal play in college, and he actually played high, high school football in my state where I'm from, um, so that that's big. Um, so big for I was big happy for Blind to see that. Um, Blind's a good player, man. But that I think that just just encapsulates what the Bears are. I mean, not the Bears, the Lions. Like, how could could they, like I said, could they look any worse? Um, and their schedule doesn't look good at all. I mean, that they might win a few games, but I I don't think they can look any worse at this point. I honestly don't think they can look any worse. I mean, they, they almost came back this game, but just that pick just kind of, like, encapsulated, like, like who the Lions are and, like, how their season is probably going to go down for the rest of the year. Um, but um, some teams got their first win this week, 
both New York teams did. Um, so if you don't know, the Jets and the Giants were had no wins, but they the Jets in overtime beat the Tennessee Titans 27-24, and the Giants in overtime beat the Saints 27-21. to um, So I think this is big for the city of New York, but I don't think it's nothing to write home about. I don't think they're going to go far. Um, the Jets, their schedule doesn't look promising. Um, they might win a few. I say they win like two or three more games, and I think same for the Giants. Um, I think the Giants are going to move up. I mean, Daniel Jones did get NFC Player of the Week, but, I mean, this is his last year. Um, he has to do a lot of things if he wants to stay. But So um, that's something to look at. But congrats to the Jets and the Giants and both New York teams getting their first win. That's huge. I know some Jets and Giants Giants fan Giants fans are loyal, very loyal. Um, Matt Hayes talking baseball. He is a Jets fan as well. Uh, when we I I rag on him all the time about you know Zach Wilson look like a high school student and uh, the Jets and how bad they are. So it's good to give a team uh, for a team to win, um, especially the, as as bad as those teams two teams are. Um, my next thing is, is are the Chiefs, are the Chiefs back, you know, the Chiefs played the Eagles last Sunday. Um, they won, um, in good, in good fashion. Um, so are the Chiefs back, are they going to take over? Are they going to run the, run the table and take over the AFC West? Um, after coming up back to back losses from the Ravens and the Chargers, they won in Philly, but they have a big game this Sunday Night Football. I'll get into that a little bit later. Um, but looking at their schedule, it's not it's not terrible. I think they have some challenging challenges on here. But as the more you play and the more you develop as a team, the better you are down the road. And the big thing about now is um, the, these will these two losses come back to haunt you when you have a potential chance to maybe win the division or have home field advantage. Like instead of going to say having Baltimore come to the, their house, they're going to Baltimore's house. So, you know, it's 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 a lot something to look at. Those two losses, they can come back and haunt you and you don't want two more of those. Or well one more or two more or three more of those. So um I, I hope I think the Chiefs are back. Um I think they should be fine, get back on track. You know, when you lose back to back games that can put a bad morale on the team. But I think Andy Reid has his players in a good spot. Um, looking forward. Uh, my next point is, are the Steelers done already? Week one, they beat the Bills, but they have not won since. They had a three-game losing streak. Now they play Denver at home, and I, I think they're going to lose that one too. I think it's time. I, I think their bye week is week seven. If, no, if Big Ben doesn't improve at all, I think it's time to move off of him and go with either Mason Rudolph or Dwayne Haskins. Because Big Ben has just been a laughing stock. Um, and just a, this year alone, a, a disappointment to the city of Pittsburgh. Obviously, he's well-loved there. But I know some Pittsburgh fans that are living in the past, and they bring up, oh, he's won two Super Bowls. He, he's been the three, and he's, he's Big Ben. But – He's not that Big Ben. He's 2021 Big Ben, which is throw a pass into triple coverage, five yards. 
get picked off or throw a pass and fall down. Um, I think it's time for Big Ben. I think his time is done. He, they should, he should have retired last year. I don't know what he was thinking. I, I don't. Uh, I guess he was thinking, oh, we're going to go on a Super Bowl run or at least try that, but it, it is not looking like that now. So I think that's what the Seals should do. Um, later um, down the road for my show, I'm going to have a, uh, one of my friends on. Um, big nose Steelers football inside and out. Big Pittsburgh fan. Um, he'll talk more about that down the road, probably around their bye week, so stay tuned for that. But coming up, um, well, right now is my top games for week five. Um, so the first game for me is is a Thursday night game, actually tomorrow, um, is the Rams at Seahawks. Um, I think the vision battle, you know, at first I was like, okay, Rams might win, but I think you're in Seattle. It's a night game. Fans are back in there. I say Seahawks win this game. And a tight one, 27-24. I, I got Seahawks in this one. Uh, my next big game is Browns at Chargers. Um, after I had the Browns winning, but then after watching Monday Night Football, um, I think the Chargers are going to win 28-18. And that, that's big because that defense for Cleveland is, is huge. But just look at the Chargers, how they operate. I think um, – they get to win 28-18. Um, my next one is Sunday Night Football. Bills at Chiefs. Big test to see if the, if the Chiefs are back or not. Uh, if they lose this one. Is their season um, heading in the wrong direction? Um, Bills looking. Bills are looking really good, but now they have play a huge opponent. Um, AFC Championship rematch. Um, I have the Bills winning this one 34-31. And my next game, final game, Top game of the week is Colts at the Ravens. My Baltimore Ravens. Um, I had the Ravens win this one 28-17. I think Carson Wentz and the Colts just look. I think they 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 are not living up to the hype. I think those injuries to Carson Wentz just are affecting him and affecting the team. Um, so I had something to look at. Um so I have the Ravens win that one 28-17. And so those are my top games of the week. Uh next week we will we will go over uh my top games of week five and talk about my top games of week six. Any NFL news. We'll go through the baseball playoffs and see who wins. Talk about the Cardinals at Dodgers. Um in a couple weeks from now we'll talk we'll be talking NBA. I got my uh, NBA guy coming on and talk some uh, about some late he's a Lakers fan, so talk about some Lakers, talk about the NBA. Um, again, thank you for listening. Thank you for the support. And uh, you have been listening to The Biggie Show.